0: We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: Welcome to A Course in Miracles.
2: Hey there, so happy to join with you today, this beautiful day in May. Oh, what a time of unbelievable expansion. Are you feeling it? Oh my goodness, I am. Yes, I am. So let's begin with a prayer and a blessing for ourselves, as we always do. I invite you to place your hand on your heart. Take a breath of love and gratitude with me. So grateful and so thankful to open ourselves to the unlimited, to the unprecedented. So grateful to consciously connect and know our divinity. We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and we open our hearts and minds to receive inspiration, to activate motivation for our healing For our awakening, we're consciously choosing to awaken. We're consciously choosing to let fall away the habits of separation. A belief in separation no longer serves our life of love. We're interested only in activating the purity of divine love, the kingdom within In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits of our healing and our expansion with all beings because we're one with them. In grace, in gratitude, in joy, in humility, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. So right now, I am in the midst of my Living A Course in Miracles series, the series of eight free weeks of classes at com, and last week we just had an awesome series of classes with uh, Reverend Myron Jones from the Pathways of Light Ministries and our topic was holy relationship with children was so good and then this week watch out (laughs) <laughs> My pal Gary Renard and I are getting together to talk about holy relationship with your body. Can you even have a holy relationship with your body? You better bet I'm going to ask Gary that question. And uh, I, I look forward to that. I always uh, look forward to the classes with Gary Renard as a highlight of the series that we do at livingacourseinmiracles.com. Remember, all those classes are free including the classes this week with Gary Renard and myself. And all you have to do is register at com, and we'll start sending you the details so you can listen to those classes totally free. And this Thursday, Gary and I are going to announce our Greek Island Retreat. We're taking Living a Course in Miracles to the island of Andros in Greece uh, not too far from Athens it's a beautiful place some of you have been long-time listers might know that I was there for several weeks last fall and I just loved it and I back then was saying oh I think this this gorgeous hotel is a great place for us to do our retreat so that's what we're doing and, uh, we're getting other folks to join us. So we're going to do an entire week of Course in Miracles teachings on the island, the Greek islands. And so we'll be swimming, we'll be beaching it and teaching it, and it's going to be good. So watch for that announcement on uh, Thursday, May 15th. And all right. So this week, the topic is Spirit gave me this topic. Uh, in the most clear way, tap into your spiritual power. Yeah, baby. And uh we're looking at chapter 14, section 11, the test of truth. And uh, I just love these teachings of Course of Miracles. Lord knows I do. And <clears throat> a lot of people uh, right now are feeling the quickening and the expansion. I've been writing about it uh, for a while now, a week or so in my daily spiritual espresso blog, which you can sign up for at jenniferhadley.com. I send a prayer every day and uh, some inspiration, written inspiration. So I've been doing a series <clears throat> that I started uh, early in May called Waking Up and sharing about my journey of waking up. And part of the journey for me was recognizing that I felt so strongly that I was making errors, that I was missing out. And when those uh law of attraction teachings came out, I really looked at that and I thought, yeah, I'd like to be a master manifester. And as I began to think about that, I realized, well, what do you want to manifest a bunch of stuff for? What's it for? What's the money for? What's the stuff for? And the more I've traveled along this journey, it became very apparent to me that if you get really interested in the stuff of this world, you can get very distracted on that. Rather than waking up. So my focus is on waking up and supporting other people who'd like to do the same thing. So in this test of truth, it talks about if you feel like the power, you're missing it. If you feel like your journey is a lot of two steps forward, one and three quarter steps backwards, if you feel a lot of that. We feel a lot of confusion. This might be the radio show for you. So it says in the test of truth, which is on my page 296 in the text. The essential thing is learning that you do not know. What? <laughs> so, we have to learn that we don't know. Knowledge is power, and all power is of God. Okay, so knowledge is power, and all power is of God. Therefore, p- makes pretty se- much sense that all knowledge is of God, right? You who have tried to keep power for yourself have lost it. And it says lost in quotes. So, that tells me, you might think, feel like you've lost touch with the power, but you haven't actually lost it because the gifts of God are yours eternally, whether you use them or not. And it's really not a case of use them or lose them in eternity, though you can certainly feel that way in your human experience. You've tried to keep the power for yourself, have lost it. What does that mean, keep the power for yourself? Well, it means when we're concerned about ourself and the selfish self is driving our actions, where our motivation comes from what can we get rather than what can we share. And if we're giving to get, then it's all about getting, of course. It's not about sharing. So it says you who have tried to keep the power for yourself have lost it or seem to have lost it. You still have the power. But you have interposed so much between it and your awareness of it that you cannot use it. You've interposed so much between the power and your awareness of the power that you cannot actually use it. Aha, so these are the blocks to love, the impediments to love that are also the blocks to our power and the impediments to our power. It says everything you've taught yourself has made your power more and more obscure to you. Okay, so we've been teaching ourselves. What have we been teaching ourselves? How have we been teaching ourselves? Well, we teach ourselves when we assign incorrect meaning to things, right? So whenever we feel irritated, frustrated, upset for any reason, or even to any degree, We have made the wrong meaning of things. So that's why the Course in Miracles lesson that's so helpful to us is, I don't know what anything is for. I simply do not know what anything is for. All right, everything you've taught yourself has made your power more and more obscure to you. You know not what it is, nor where it is. You have made a semblance of power and a show of strength so pitiful that it must fail you. For power is not a seeming strength, and truth is beyond semblance of any kind. Okay? So, our power is not about strength. And truth is not about perception, semblance. Yet all that stands between you and the power of God is you, sorry, in you, is but your learning of the false and of your attempts to undo the true. All that stands between you and the power of God in you is but your learning of the false. So when we are constantly making the meaning of things where it's incorrect, and we believe it, and then we keep cycling it around, regurgitating it, because whatever we see in this world is an outpicturing of our belief systems until we eradicate the belief systems. When we eradicate the belief system, then we're aligned with the truth, and the truth sets us free. So we need to understand where it starts right at the beginning of the test of truth here. The essential thing is learning that you do not know. And you may have heard me say this before. One of my favorite stories is A Christmas Carol uh, with Ebenezer Scrooge and his journey of awakening. (laughs) Waking up to how asleep he was through the, the dreams during the night with the visits from Christmas past present and future. So what happens at the end of the story when Ebenezer realizes that the dreams that he had... Uh, were to help him wake up, and he realizes that he still has an opportunity to turn everything around. And it's Christmas morning, and he's dancing around in his room, celebrating. He's so happy he hasn't missed Christmas. And he still has an opportunity to change his mind and be loving. He's dancing around his room, and he's saying, I don't know anything, I don't know anything, that is such a classic phase in our awakening. The willingness to be joyful, to surrender all the meaning that we have made of things and to say, I don't know anything, and as Ebenezer says, but now I know that I don't know anything. How wonderful and blissful is that moment? Because it is the opportunity to start again. So that's what it's talking about here. Let us start again and align with the truth. So it says, be willing then for all of it to be undone and be glad that you are not bound to it forever. So this is the thing is when you realize, okay, okay, I've been operating from a false belief system. And now I know that I've been operating from a false belief system. Now I can be the happy learner. Now I have true willingness to lay all my burdens down to wake up and to be in service to the Lord the great law of life in service to love to be truly helpful when that moment comes one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself is to totally and completely and literally surrender the meaning that you have made of everything and that's what a course in miracles Is all about. It's all about the willingness to say, I don't know anything. I really, really do not know anything. And I'm interested in knowing something. Oh yes, I am. (laughs) And so I want to know the truth that sets me free. That's what I'm interested in. Whew. What a divine opportunity it is for us to simply say. All the meaning that I have made of everything in my life, every opinion, every judgment, let me place it on the holy altar fire of divine love and awaken to the truth that sets me free. Yes, yes, yes. Now, it says here, Be willing then for all of it to be undone and be glad that you're not bound to it forever. Be glad that you can lay the burden down. For you have taught yourself how to imprison the Son of God, which is what you are, what we are. A lesson so unthinkable that only the insane in deepest sleep could even dream of it. Okay? So we've taught ourselves how to imprison ourselves. Right? This is the dream or the nightmare of the insane. Only God can learn, sorry, can God learn how not to be God? Huh? If God is all there is and God is what we are, how can we even learn not to be what we are? It doesn't even make sense. We could only pretend to believe That we're not what we are. We can't learn it. Do you see? That's that's a distinction there. And can his son, that's us, given all the power by God, learn to be powerless? So we have the full power of God. Can we learn to be powerless? No, we cannot. We can only deceive ourselves and believe that we're powerless. And isn't that what we do all the time, right? How many times a day do you tell yourself in one form or another, I'm powerless, right? You say to yourself, oh, that's never going to happen, or I'm never going to get there, or it's never going to be possible for me, or I don't know how to make that happen. I don't know how that could ever happen. All these ways That we articulate and affirm over and over and over again each and every day. I don't have the power. I don't have the ability. It's not possible. So in this world where our word, our thought, our belief is cause that produces the world of form, the effect, Aren't all those beliefs and thoughts and affirmations going to determine our experience? Of course they are. That's how this world works. So can God learn how not to be God? No, we can't learn how not to be God. We can only be insane in deepest sleep, pretending we believe something that is insane. <laughs> what have you taught yourself that you can possibly prefer to keep in place of what you have and what you are? What have you taught yourself that you can possibly prefer? What lessons of not enough? What lessons of pain and shame, unworthiness, dysfunction, uh, all the thoughts of mediocrity and confusion and despair, all of that, what part of it would you prefer to keep in place of what you have and what you are? When what you have is the full power of the mind of God, and what you are is the perfect Son of God. What could we prefer? But yet, isn't that what we've trained ourselves to do? We've trained ourselves to prefer the meaning that we make of things. If that's not insane, I don't know what is. (laughs) So let us declare that we're willing to stop that craziness right now. You who have tried to keep power for yourself seem to have lost it. We're getting our power back. Yes, our power is the power of love. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and while I'm on a break, I'm going to invite you to go to livingofcourseofmiracles.com if you haven't already and sign up for the free classes with Gary Renard and myself this week, how to have a holy relationship with your body. Time for me to go for that break. You're listening to A Course in Miracles. I'm Jennifer Hadley. We're living the love and we're walking the talk together on Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back.
3: We'd like to take a moment to encourage you as part of our Unity Online radio family of listeners to support this ministry through a love offering. For your convenience, you can make one-time or recurring monthly donations. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for your support.
4: Your soul wants five things. Your soul will thank you.
3: The Great Forgetting. That's what some call this time in which we are living. It is a time when we have become so youth-obsessed and age-averse that the wisdom and experience of our elders is being marginalized and, in too many cases, lost. Each Tuesday at 5 p.m. Central Time, George and Sedina Capanelli, co-founders of Age Nation and co-authors of the award-winning Do Not Go Quietly, talk with some of the leading wisdom keepers of our time about how we can use this precious gift called our lives To create a more sane, sustainable, conscious, and loving world. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Central on Do Not Go Quietly. Conversations with the Wisdom Keepers. Only on Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world.
1: Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk.
2: Hey, hey, hey. Back again. All right. I'm Jennifer Hadley, we're talking about tapping into our spiritual power, and uh, one of the ways you can do that is to join me in the free classes at LivingOfCourseOfMiracles.com. This week we got two free classes. Gary Rega- Renard is joining me, uh, and we're talking about having a holy relationship with your body. Yeah, what a great topic! I'm excited for that. So, remember, those classes are totally free, and Gary and I are going to announce our Greek Island Retreat, first week of September. Stay tuned. All right, uh, we're talking about stepping into our spiritual power, accepting it, allowing it, energizing it, and we're talking about the test of truth, section 11 in chapter 14 of the text. and. Paragraph three, it tells us atonement teaches you how to escape forever from everything that you have ever taught yourself in the past by showing you only what you are now. So what is atonement? Atonement is the full realization that the separation never occurred. You're not separate. You never have been and you never will be. That's when we accept the atonement, we're accepting our spiritual Home has not been left, that we are in the pure love of God now and forevermore. Jeff's here in the rain. You hear the rain? Is it really loud? (laughs) It's not hell. It's just on the roof here in this uh, wonderful um, glass room that I'm in, but uh, I, I can kind of move. Isn't it funny? Modern technology uh, so atonement teaches you how to escape forever from everything that you've taught yourself in the past. Doesn't that sound good? Let's escape forever from everything that we taught ourselves, including what we taught ourselves about our unworthiness, including what we taught ourselves about our uh, foolishness, any judgment that we've had against ourselves or anyone else. We can let all of that Fall away. Doesn't that sound like a good idea? Let's let it all fall away. And let's step into the unlimited life of love that we're born to live. This is our opportunity. Our divine opportunity is available for us. Let's take it. So it requires us to accept the atonement for ourselves. Now, you know, accepting the atonement for yourself is actually, it's really simple. All you do is you say, I'm willing to accept the atonement for myself. You might have to say it a few more times. But it's about really being willing and giving all the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit. Just give all the heavy lifting away. Don't keep any of it, because that's just ego if you do. Atonement teaches you how to escape forever from everything that you've taught yourself in the past by showing you only what you are now. So what you are now is the perfect son of God. What you are now is the perfect love of God. What you are now is already free. You're already as holy as holy can be. Learning has been accomplished before its effects are manifest. So what this section is telling us is that we can learn and that learning is Part of our divine faculties. And when we learn, when we wake up, when we remember the truth, then the effects will be made manifest. But learning has been accomplished before its effects are manifest. Learning is therefore in the past. Aha. Okay, learning is in the past. But its influence determines the presence. Present by giving it whatever meaning it holds for you. Learning is therefore in the past, but its influence determines what's happening now by giving it whatever meaning it holds for you. Your learning gives the present no meaning at all, okay? So if our learning is predicated on the meaning that we make of things... Rather than the truth, then it has no value. Your learning gives the present no meaning at all. The, what the value of the present moment is now is the moment we can choose to wake up. Now is the moment that we can accept the atonement for ourselves. Now is the moment that we can undo all the errors in our thinking of the past by handing it all over to the higher Holy spirit self to lead and guide and direct us. That is the power of this present moment. And let us accept it. Let us choose to believe it. Nothing you've ever learned can help you understand the present or teach you how to undo the past. So meaning whatever meaning that you have ever made of anything in this life that you call your learning, It can't help you to understand the truth. So we have to be willing to let it all go. Now, one of the things I find is that many, if not most, spiritual students are not actually willing to leave the past behind. They're not willing to give up the meaning that they made of things. They're not willing to surrender their belief systems. They're not willing even to surrender even their painful memories. Isn't that interesting? Because if you keep painful memories alive in front of you, if you're talking about them all the time, and if you constantly are affirming the meaning that you made of experiences in the past and the meaning that you made of it is filled with judgments and opinions and thoughts of lack, attack, and limitation, then, of course, it's going to create your suffering and why would you continuously pump energy into all those beliefs, those thoughts, those images, unless there is something about it you valued, right? If there's something about it you believe. It's like, you know that exp- uh, that expression about don't believe your own publicity. That's what <laughs> we're talking about. You know, people publicize, in a sense, by broadcasting their belief systems, their experiences and the meaning that they made of them, when the truth is we just don't know what anything is for. We don't know what anything is for, except guaranteed it's for our healing. Guaranteed it's for our awakening guaranteed it's for our benefit but if we say that it's not and that's the meaning that we've made of it then aren't we just going to have to recreate some other similar set of events and situations and circumstances and experiences in order to possibly this time discover what it's really for Because in the past, we haven't been willing to. We've only been willing to ascribe to it the meaning that we have made of it. Your past is what you have taught yourself. Let it all go. Let it all go. And that was one of the greatest healings that I did to access my spiritual power. I said to the Holy Spirit again and again and again, take from me all my memories. Everything that I don't need to remember. Everything that I, I don't have any way to be truly helpful with. Take it out of my mind so I never think it again. Leave me only what can be truly helpful. Leave me only that which is truly valuable. Take everything else. And I have to say, it was deeply healing, cleansing, Clearing one of the smartest decisions I ever made. And obviously, at least obviously to me, I only did it because I was guided and led to do it. Not because, I don't know. I, I saw it just wasn't my idea in a way. It was something that I, it came to me by divine inspiration. Surrender everything. Surrender your memories, surrender your history, surrender all that. You just don't need it anymore. Give it away, give it up, let it go. And I have to say it was fantastically healing to be able to do that. I was so glad. So every time a painful memory came into my mind, I started saying to myself, I'm not interested in that thought anymore. I'm not interested in that belief anymore. I'm not interested in that experience anymore. And I would ask the higher Holy Spirit self to take it out of my mind, to heal it back to the root source so I never experience it again. And please support anyone who has a similar belief or thought and also having a cleansing and a clearing. So let's do that together right now. I invite you to turn within and take a breath of love and gratitude with me and place your hand on your heart, signifying that we're truly wholehearted right now, wholeheartedly relinquishing the memories, the beliefs, the meaning that we've made of things, what we thought we've learned. We're surrendering it all, letting it go, and we're opening ourselves to the healing. So right now, if you like, place mentally in your mind on the holy altar fire of divine love all that you think you have learned, everything that in fact obscures your learning so that you can actually know the truth that sets you free. And with great sincerity, let us call upon the higher Holy Spirit self and really say, I'm not interested in these thoughts anymore. I'm not interested in my history anymore. I'm not interested in what I think I've learned. I'm not interested in the meaning that I have made of things. I am only interested now in being the perfect giver and receiver of love. In knowing my own holiness and that of my brothers and sisters, I'm only interested in being truly helpful. Please take these thoughts, this mental garbage out of my mind, so that I never pour my precious energy into it again and let anyone else who has these thoughts, these beliefs, these patterns of lack, attack, and separation, let them have a healing too. Let us all be healed permanently, back to the root source, so we never engage with it again. Amen, amen, amen. Hmm. Let's take that breath together. So accepting our healing. Your past is what you've taught yourself. Let it all go. Do not attempt to understand any event or anything or anyone in the light of your past. For the darkness in which you try to see can only obscure the truth in your awareness, right? So this is what we're always doing when we're aligned with the ego, is we're examining everything through the lens of the past and ascribing the meaning to it that we want in order to have the result that we want, which is to feel separate because if we were interested in the truth, we would be choosing the thoughts of unification, unity. Put no confidence at all in the darkness to illuminate your understanding. For if you do contradict the light and thereby think you see the darkness. So put no confidence at all in the darkness, the pain, your pain and suffering in your history to illuminate your understanding. For if you do contradict the light and thereby think, sorry, for if you do, you contradict the light. And thereby think you see the darkness. So if you're looking at your life through the lens of your history, your pain, and you're using that pain to help you make meaning of what's going on, then you're trying to see more clearly by using the darkness to help you see. It just doesn't make sense. And that's what so many people do. That's one of the things that many people do in a psychological model, is they're trying to understand what's going on now by looking at the past Looking at the present moment through the lens of the past is another favorite one. These do not work. What works is to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and declare your interest in the truth. You, it says, yet darkness cannot be seen for it is nothing more than a condition in which seeing becomes impossible. So that's what pain is. It is a condition in which seeing becomes impossible. You who have not yet brought all of the darkness you have, taught yourself into the light in you, can hardly judge the truth and value of this course. Yet God did not abandon you, and so you have another lesson sent from God, already learned for every child of light by him to whom God gave it. This lesson shines with God's glory, for in it lies His power, which He shares so gladly with His Son. Learn of His happiness, which is yours. So this is the happiness of the Holy Spirit, which is your higher Holy Spirit itself. But to accomplish this, all your dark lessons must be brought willingly to truth and joyously laid down by hands open to receive, not closed to take. So we have to be open-handed, making the offering, placing on the altar our history, our belief systems, our memories, the meaning that we made of things, and say, I don't know anything, but I'm interested in remembering the truth that sets me free. It's amazing how much healing can happen when you say that with great sincerity. Your little willingness is all that's needed to get you started. And the sooner you can get to great sincerity, the faster your healing is. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I'll be right back.
5: What if you
3: could improve your health one decision at a time? Take that first step and join us each Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central and learn from experts in integrative medicine. Awaken to Your Best Health is committed to supporting your personal health through cutting-edge research, education, and practical tips that you can put into place immediately. Make that decision for yourself by saying yes to health.
0: Have you heard about Dr. Tom Shepard's new program on Unity Online Radio? Tom Shepard?
3: Isn't he the Unity Magazine question and answer guy?
0: Right. Well, they've actually turned him loose with a radio show. And I hear it's going to be pretty edgy. Edgy? Like what? Guest panelists and students from Unity Institute and Seminary. Topics like abortion, gay marriage, war and peace, environmental issues, Islamic fundamentalism, universal health care, religion and politics, current events.
3: Yeah, but they'll all be unity people, right?
0: Dr. Tom and his students will talk about the hard questions facing all people today, sometimes joined by rabbis, priests, liberal and conservative ministers, Buddhist monks, Baha'is, Hindus. And he's going to interview them on the program? Better. He's going to introduce a controversial topic and let students and special guests go for it.
3: This could get explosive. Does he have guys in black shirts standing by to break up the fights? (laughs)
0: If I know Dr. Tom, he will keep it both friendly and spirited. Whoa, I gotta hear this. When and where? The program is called Let's Talk About It, and it's on every Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio. So let's talk about it.
3: Definitely let's.
2: Thanks for joining me again. And so this week in Living A Course of Miracles at com, we have two classes on holy relationship with your body. And Gary Renard is our teacher, author of Disappearance of the Universe and Love Has Forgotten No One. And <laughs> Gary is such a good teacher. I am so excited for this class, how to have a holy relationship. With the body. Yeah. All right. So we're talking here about activating our spiritual power. So it says here, to learn of God's happiness, which is yours, and to access the power, which is ours, the power of God. All we have to do to accomplish this is lay our dark lessons on the altar. Let them willingly be brought to truth and joyously laid down by hands open to receive, not closed to take. Right? So I think that's such a great way of saying it. Open yourself to receive by laying the things that block your awareness of love and light. Lay them on the altar and then your hands are open to receive. But if you're doing it to get something, it's just not going to work. So this is one of the critical points that a lot of spiritual folks miss is that they are choosing to do the spiritual work mostly motivated by choosing to or hoping to end their suffering. So their motivation is not to know God, not to be free in love, to be free to be their true identity, but rather instead their motivation is to end their suffering. They're tired of the suffering. They're sick of the suffering. So let's be motivated by joining In our mind, our liberation, our waking up, uh, our accepting the atonement, our ascending in our awareness. It says, every dark lesson that you bring to him who teaches light, he will accept from you because you do not want it. So that's the key thing. You have to really say, I don't want this suffering anymore. I'm going to place it on the altar and all the causes of suffering. He will gladly exchange each one of your dark lessons for the bright lesson he has learned for you. Never believe that any lesson you have learned apart from God means anything. No lesson that you've learned apart from the Holy Spirit, all the lessons that you think you've learned through pain and suffering, they don't mean anything. And now this this is the test of truth here. You have one test, as sure as God, by which to recognize if what you learned is true, if you're wholly free of fear of any kind, and if all those who meet or even think of you share in your perfect peace, then you can be sure that you have learned God's lesson and not your own. So that's how you know when you are wholly free of fear of any kind and that all those who meet or even think of you share your perfect peace. That's when you have learned God's lesson and not your own. Unless all this is true, there are dark lessons in your mind that hurt and hinder you and everyone around you, and you can offer them up for healing. You don't have to figure it out. The absence of perfect peace means but one thing. You think you do not will. For God's Son, what His Father wills for Him. So, God wills for us perfect peace. And if we think we don't, then we're not going to have the peace of God. Every dark lesson teaches this in one form or another. And each bright lesson with which the Holy Spirit will replace the dark ones you do not accept, teaches you that you will with the Father and Son. So, each bright lesson, each lesson of love, which the Holy Spirit will replace the dark ones with, assists us. Let us get to our Father's business, yes? And place everything on the altar, That no longer serves us. Don't be concerned about how you can learn a lesson so completely different from everything that you've taught yourself. How would you know? How would you know? That's what it says. How would you know? Don't concern yourself about how. It says that so often. Stop trying to figure out how. How would you know? Your part is very simple. You need only recognize that everything you learned, you do not want, right? So this is what it says in the development of trust section in the manual for teachers that I'm always talking about. The key to your healing is lay all judgment aside and ask for what you only what you'd really want. So it says here, you need only recognize that everything you learned, You do not want. So just give away everything you don't want. Everything that's hurting you. You don't have to make a list of it. The Holy Spirit knows exactly what you're hurting yourself with. If you say, remove from my mind every thought that hurts me, you know what's going to happen then is every thought that hurts you that you have an attachment to is going to start to come into your awareness so that you can Relinquish your attachment to it. So when the thoughts of lack, attack, and limitation come into your mind, there's your healing opportunity. Don't think you're not getting healing opportunity all day long because you are. You are. We all are. But what do we do instead of accepting the healing opportunity? We reject it. And how do we reject it? By the negative thought comes into our mind and instead of saying, I'm not interested in that thought anymore. That thought does not serve my life of love. Holy Spirit, do me a solid favor. Take that thought out of my mind. And you know what? While you're in, in there taking that thought out of my mind, since all minds are joined, take it out of the mind of anyone else who has that thought. Let all minds be free of this thought forever. Heal it back to the root source so we're all free of it forever. Is that such a hard thing to do? You know, so many people are willing to travel long distances, pay lots of money, and do all kinds of things that are extremely laborious and difficult and unpleasant in order to get some kind of healing. But what actually works and doesn't cost a dime, you don't have to go anywhere, it's not complicated. It's not hard to understand. A child could understand it. Most people aren't willing to do it. So all day long, the thoughts that create your suffering and drain your power come into your mind. Would you be willing to recognize that everything you learned, you do not want? Oh, there's a plane. (laughs) What's a helicopter? Uh... You need to only recognize that everything you learned you don't want. Ask to be taught and do not use your experiences to confirm what you've learned. Ask to be taught. And here's, here's the two clues for you. There's the prayer here on page 298 and there's lesson number 25. Lesson number five, I don't know what anything is for, but I'd like to. Okay, and then the prayer here at the top of 298. I do not know what anything, including this, means, and so I do not know how to respond to it, and I will not use my own past learning as the light to guide me now. Been there, done that, didn't work for me, tired of suffering. I will not use my own past learning as the light to guide me now. By this refusal to attempt to teach yourself what you do not know, the guide whom God has given you will speak to you. He will take his rightful place in your awareness the instant you abandon it and offer it to him. Let us take advantage of that. We give all the lifting to the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit right now. We place our hand on our heart. We take that breath of love, gratitude, willingness, and we say, take it all. Take it all. Leave me only my awareness of God, my God self. Take everything that is false and fake and that I've used to hurt myself and leave me only what is true and good and worth having. We share the benefits of our healing with everyone. And so it is. Amen. 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 I love you. Have a great week. And don't forget to join us at com for all the free classes.
6: Mwah!
1: Thank you for tuning in to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. Join us every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Central for more tools and insights into how to express your beliefs from moment to moment, every day, in every way. A Course in Miracles, living the love, walking the talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by JenniferHadley.com, a global resource providing tools, insight, and support for those seeking to live A Course in Miracles every day, in every way online at www.jenniferhadley.com. While there, we invite you to visit Jennifer's blog, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have become Jennifer's prayer partners through her daily power prayer. Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
6: Inspiration only takes a moment. We invite you to focus your attention inward with these words from Elizabeth Searle Lamb. This is a new day. Lead your conscious mind to that still haven of your soul where your indwelling Christ opens wide the doorway of your heart. At once, mind, soul, and body, you are flooded with the light and love of God. You are lifted high above this earthly plane and filled with the radiance of spirit. Send this love and light on to those whom you hold dear so that it may uplift, heal, and comfort them. As you send this radiance on, you are filled with a new sense of God's power, and you release this power to the whole world to uplift, guide, and bless all people. A day's tasks await you, but God is with you, and with God's help all shall be done perfectly.
3: This meditative moment is brought to you by
5: Unity. Do you think you know all you want to know about the characters in the Bible? Do you know who could be called the king who loved too much? Or what it means to be a Jezebel? Or that the best love story in the Bible begins with the declared commitment of two women... The Bible's symbolic meaning can help you transform your life and discover the presence and power of God within you. Find out what these characters can teach you about your own life today by tuning into Biblical Power for Your Life. Each week, co-hosts Rev. Karen Tudor and E.J. Niles present a Bible character from a historical, cultural, psychological, and symbolic perspective. Your comments and questions are part of this lively discussion. Tune in every Thursday at noon Pacific. 3 p.m. Eastern and power up your life only at Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.